episode 46 of the podcast yeah this one's gonna be a little bit different i know i've said that in the past but i'm gonna change up things a little bit you guys that have been following me and and supporting the podcast to this point know that i just crossed a major 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 mile marker uh one year in podcasting so essentially i got this thing rolling last year uh like the end of february beginning of march um we, I kind of just started doing what I'm going to do today. And and how that thing got started was me just kind of telling stories, sharing stories with you, uh, letting you in behind the scenes of, of some stuff that maybe you find entertaining, maybe you absolutely don't. Uh, either way, I'm just going to have some fun with it. Uh, today, this doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to be this way every episode. I still have some awesome guests lined up. I still have so much uh, passion for doing this and talking to people and connecting and sharing their story, hearing from a different perspective or seeing uh, how somebody goes about something and, and, and walking maybe a, not even a mile, maybe one or two steps in their shoes. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's, that's what's going down on today's episode. You're stuck here with me to hear my story, listen a little bit more about some things that maybe I haven't shared in the past. Um, so yeah. We're going to start off with some news right off the top. Uh, there is going to be a vlog. I've, I've been teasing uh, Project X for what feels like forever now. Uh, Project X is coming to fruition. It is, in fact, happening. I'm going to give you guys behind the scenes. We're going to do some stuff we don't normally do on the podcast. We're just going to have some fun with it. Me and the guys and the girls and, and everyone involved in BST and... Uh, I'm going to show you some dog stuff because I love my freaking dog. Um, it's going to have a little bit of everything, right? So your support uh, kind of makes this happen. So swing on over if you haven't already to the BST365 YouTube channel and basically hook up with us, man. Like link up. Let's let's share some stories, connect with each other. I want to give you a little bit of behind the scenes of what I uh, experience on the daily, really. So there's going to be some good times. There's going to be some bad times. There's going to be some sunny days, some rainy days, but through it all, man, you're with me. I'm with you. That's that. Secondly, I was, uh, how do I put this? Coerced? Uh, peer pressured? No, I'm just kidding. I, I've, I've been wanting to do something, challenge myself a little bit for a while. A group of us friends are uh, and members of uh, the personal training circles, if you will, are doing the 75 hard. Uh, Andy Frisella, if you guys know who he is, uh, his podcast, he's got the app 75 hard. It's just some good challenge, dude. It's uh, 75 days of working out, uh, getting your mind right, reading some, uh, staying hydrated, doing things that are hard to do alone, right? Um, you know, it's it's maybe hard to do uh, just when you have no motivation, when you have no uh, uh, internal or external motivation. So it's awesome. We're kind of a team. We're a group. Uh, we're making this stuff happen. If you guys follow me on social media, you're going to see it a lot on there as well. So make sure to follow me, uh, BST underscore 365. Um, Instagram is going to be where I'm blowing this up. If you guys want to jump in on it, there's no like start date, end date. It's just whenever you decide to carve out 75 days to to get your mind right, get your body right, and, and kind of change your mindset and your approach and how you do things, 
you can jump in whenever you want, man. It's not something I'm leading. It's not something, obviously it's, it's got its own app. It's got its own way of keeping you accountable, but that's exactly what it is an accountability tool. So hopefully you guys, hopefully you guys like that. Um, yeah, those are kind of some bits of some information. There's going to be some awesome content being shared your way, your direction. So if you choose to continue supporting the channel, I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much. Uh, one year in podcasting has been, it's, it's been a roller coaster journey, just like anything else. And, uh, uh it's been blurry <laughs> in terms of, uh, like what, what you're lining up, what your questions are, who you're, who you're talking to, things like that. But today it's just me and you. So let's jump into things, man. Let's, let's jump in. Let's do this long form style. Uh, I don't really have a time frame that this is going to be so if you guys are like oh man he's usually like 30 minutes this might go over 30 minutes it absolutely might not um you never know man you never know so buckle up strap in lace up those boots nice and tight here we go all right i'm gonna start off right off the top uh let me give you a little bit of a backstory here uh we're in the parking lot of a local store my wife and i we run in for five minutes grab what we need and get out, right? We're not, uh, we're not moseying through the store. We know exactly what we're in for. We know exactly what to get, what to pick up. And, uh, we come out of the store and her car is smashed up on one side. I'm like, damn, I'm like, damn, what'd you, what'd you hit? You know, you, you forgot to tell me that you hit something today. And, uh, it wasn't that at all. It wasn't that at all. Uh, the guy that hit her in a big jacked up truck, no hate on jacked up trucks. He just literally didn't see her small Jeep behind him. So uh, her car, needless to say, got pretty, uh, it, I won't say smashed. It's not like totaled or anything, but he backed up pretty good, knocked a chunk of her light out anyway, and uh, peeled back the fender a little bit. Uh, but have no fear. It is being fixed. It is being he, he stuck around, dude. He gave all of his information. It was super cool. You know, most people would just like, oh shit, and drive away, you know? And it was cool that he stuck around, gave every bit of information that was needed to, to make this uh, right, you know? Um, but it, it got me to thinking, and, and that was the backstory. It got me to thinking, like, what's the craziest maybe accident or, like, moment in your vehicle that you've had? Not, not necessarily... Uh, damage invoking maybe you were like oh that was really close or something like that right um i'm gonna dive into this it's gonna be a little bit of a long explanation and story but i hope you guys have maybe a a a moment of like oh yeah dude i totally feel for you but know that it's know that it's a long time ago in the past and hasn't happened since uh, I don't have many movie violations, man. I'm not one of these guys that goes speeding. I don't get a lot of like parking tickets. I don't, I won't say like, I'm not a rule breaker. Cause like, I don't mean to brag or anything, but I literally go five miles an hour over the speed limit everywhere I go, whatever, you know, whoop, whoop. probably going to get pulled over for this one. But, uh, yeah, five miles an hour over pretty much everywhere I go. <laughs> that does not have anything to do with this story. Here's the story. A couple of buddies of mine and my wife's carpool with us. We're going to Canada. We did this awesome, uh, it's called a Rugged Maniac Race. Uh, it's much, 
very, very similar to a Spartan race. There's obstacles. You got to swim through things. You got to climb over things. You're soaking wet. It's the middle of summer though. So it's awesome. You're with your friends. You're doing things, having fun. It's awesome. It's up in Calgary, Canada, uh, which is like eight hours from where I live. Uh, we made the trip up there, got to hang out for a couple days on our way back. Um, I think it was like a, like a Saturday night, maybe. Uh, if I remember right. Yeah. We're going to go with Saturday night. Um, we're driving back. It's pretty late. It's probably like 11 o'clock at night. And we're like, oh, let's stay, you know, let's stay by the border. You know, let's, let's stay in Bonner's Ferry or something like that. And, um, my friends are like, nah, man, let's push forward. Let's, let's keep going. My wife and I are in the front seat. They're in the back seat. We're like, okay, you know, we're feeling good. We're not like stoked up on energy drinks or anything like that, but we're doing all right. We're hanging in there. And, uh, cross over the Canadian border that, I mean, coming into America is way harder than leaving America, which is kind of weird. Um, but coming back uh, across the border, we're driving, driving, driving. Um, and we're driving and we, and we get into, and we're like probably an hour from home, maybe a little bit longer. And it's dark. There's a car coming on. We're going about, I want to say the road's like 50 miles an hour and we're going like 45. I was going under the speed limit. But I was going pretty good. You know, I, I know I prefaced this by saying I go five over, but it was it was late. And I was like, oh, whatever. Hadn't seen a car for a while. Car comes towards us. We're like, sick, dude. There actually are some other people alive right now. That's awesome. Needless to say, it wasn't awesome. It, it wasn't, in fact, awesome. Uh, we, that car comes closer. It's inching closer. We're inching closer. All of a sudden, boom, there's a movement in the middle of the road and no, we did not hit the other car. But there was a big-ass deer that turned its head and looked right at our headlights. And it's on the yellow line. And keep in mind, this is a two-lane highway. Uh, so we're on a two-lane highway. I can't really swerve around the deer. He's literally, like, horizontal in the road. So I kind of try to, like, go around. But uh, plug your ears, little ones, if you're listening, because these were verbatim the exact words that came out of my mouth. You can verify with my wife. You can verify with my friends in the back seat. I see the head of the deer turn and I didn't really jerk the wheel or anything. I was just like, Oh fuck. Right. Because like I knew this, this was not going to feel great. Um, I just hit like the head of it, I think, or maybe the butt of it. It was definitely just the head. I like Mike Tyson that, you know, it had, it had no chance. I pretty much hit it right in the freaking ear. Um, it spun around, no joke, and I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding at all when I say that it did like a 360 and bounced down the side of my car. Like literally bop, 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 down the side of the car. So not only did I hit it square in the ear, I freaking ricocheted it off the side of my car two or three times at least. There was a fat dent, a fat dent in my back door on my driver's side. So that was kind of crazy. Um, fast forward, like maybe my, my lights messed up. I can see that it's not lighting up the road, right? It's crooked. It's all, you know, for lack of a better term, it's, it's just shit. It's broken. Um, luckily there was a, there was a, uh, gas station, probably like less than five miles up the road. Maybe it was five miles. We pull in and it's like midnight now. And, uh, there's a sheriff there and I'm like, sick dude. Like this is, this is working out pretty well considering the circumstances. I pull up sheriff's like, uh, you got a, you got a pretty messed up light. 
and I was like, yeah, you know, I just hit a deer back there a little ways, and, um, hey, my dog is, my dog is barking, hey, anyway, uh, pretty messed up light, yeah, I gotcha, anyway, I'm trying to get out of my car, like, pull up, roll the window down, talk to him, trying to get out of my car, my car will not go into park, and I'm like, that's, that's really not a good sign, um, it won't, it won't go into park, so I, at first, I just put it in neutral and set my e-brake, but then I got back in to pull into a parking spot, and I was like, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jam it into park, right, and I got it into park, I got it into park, and, uh, it did not come out of park when I wanted to, to leave, so the cop tells us, you know, you got to report this as a one, one vehicle accident. Uh, we got to get that cleared off the highway. Um, you know, you need to file a police report, uh, within the County that you hit the steer. And we're like, Oh, sh- I didn't realize it was that big a deal. You know, like a police report for a one car accident. I'm not disabled. You know, my vehicle's not disabled, but, uh, it is pretty smacked up. You know, I got out and looked and it, it's pretty smacked up. I got some damage on the headlight. I got some damage on the door, uh, both doors on the driver's side. Uh, it peeled off like the the plastic guard, I guess, or whatever it is on the bottom of the door and put a fat dent uh, in the back driver's side door. Um, so I'm like, oh, okay, uh, we'll call a, you know, we'll call them, we'll call the sheriff's department and, and let them know. And we call and this is like rural Idaho, right? And so we call and no, like non-emergency. No one answers. We're like, what the, what, what is happening here? Then we call again and they are like, oh yeah, you know, you got to find the mile markers. We're like, what? We're stranded, man. We can't get my car out of park. Um, we, it, long story short, we ended up spending, spending like four hours in this gas station at like midnight, like four hours trying to call. I tried to put in an insurance claim. Of course, the ins- the uh, long story short, the insurance website was down. The 800 number wasn't 24 hour at the time. Um, so I'm like, sweet, I gotta call a tow truck. I can't get my can't get my car out of park, and uh, tow truck's not responding. I'm like, what is going on? We're in this drive-through or this gas station, just pulled in like for four hours. My buddy, we're hanging out in there. And a guy comes in at like 4 a.m. Well, it's probably like 3.30 a.m. He's in a big jacked up truck. And he's, you know, if, if I had to guess, if I had to kind of paint a vivid picture for you here, um, cut off flannel, jeans, uh, camo hat, 3.30 a.m. Uh, it's like middle of summer. I want to say it's like June. Maybe not. Maybe maybe it's like July. I'm not really sure the time of year. I know there wasn't like snow. It was It was warm-ish. Of course, at like three in the morning, you're like, it's kind of weird. Like this guy just walking in, cowboy boots. Like, no, I'm not judging a cowboy or a redneck here, but this dude was like, like redneck. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, redneck. Anyway, he overhears our conversation with the gas uh, station attendant, and uh, he's like, dude, you guys, you guys need a ride. Um, and my buddy was like, yeah, my vehicle's at his house in, you know we can we can in town we can go back my buddy rode with this guy not knowing this guy it's kind of a sketchy situation but whatever 
he gave my buddy a ride to go get his car. Right. And um, so we're sitting there again. We're like, dude, we got we got to wait for him to come back. It's probably like. Uh, I want to say less than an hour to our house, but it took like an hour and a half for him to get back. We're like, what? What are you doing, dude? He's like, dude, I am so tired and I'm trying to stay awake and I don't want to hit a deer in my car because at the time it was like a brand new car, brand new to him anyway. Like it was nice. It was a good looking car. He's like, dude, I'm not hitting a deer in this. No way. I just got it. So he drove like literally 25 miles an hour up the highway the entire way like no no exaggeration anyway what would have been like an hour and a half total like total round trip took him like an hour maybe more each way so once he got back it was like okay we all huddled into the car um we file you know we call the sheriff's department again while we're driving back to my car or to my house we leave my car at this gas station unattended like the, the gas station is attended, but my car is unattended. Oh, boy. You know what that means. That that leads to some trouble sometimes. I'm like, they can't steal it. One, it's smacked up. Two, it's stuck in park. Like, not, what could possibly happen? Right? So, peace of mind. I was like, whatever, man. Whatever. Um, we drove back to where we thought we hit the deer. We're like, yeah, it just so happened that my buddy was looking at the mile marker. So, we're like, yeah, mile marker 289. Or 298. 298. And uh, we get back to mile marker 298 and we're like, keep in mind, this is like a couple hours later. And we're like, holy shit. Like, they cleared the deer off the road already? There's no there's no sign of anything. Like, there's, there's nothing here. That's wild. And uh, we get back. We, we turn around and we're coming back and it's like, uh, like, where... There's no way that they cleared that deer already. Like, we didn't even get a hold of anybody. So how would they, unless they were, like, patrolling the the highway? But we were out of town a little ways. So it's like, dude, this guy's just driving around? I I don't know, man. Like, I don't think so. Sorry, I got to wet the whistle to keep this story going. Um, We're we're coming back. We turn around and we're like, what the? Okay. Come to find out, it was actually mile marker 289, not 298. We were dyslexic in our uh, sleep-deprived state. So we come back, level or, uh, mile marker 289, and we're like, okay. So we get back to the gas station. We're like, the sheriff's gone. He's not there anymore. And we're like, dude, his shift probably ended. It's like 4 a.m. Holy crap. Never mind the fact that we've been driving since pre- like probably 8 p.m., maybe a little earlier than that, that day. And it's like, okay, okay, this isn't ideal. So he he made it back, you know, with the guy. We get in his car, drive, find that 298 mile marker. It wasn't mile marker 298. It was 289. Now we got a decision to make. We're like, should we drive back or are we going to stay here? We're only like an hour from home. He's like, let's do it. Let's drive back. We'll sleep in our own beds. Because here's the kicker. They, the friends in the backseat, to start this story, had an eight-hour drive south of where I lived the next day because they had to go to work. Eight hours after all of this shenanigans. So they're like, yeah, let's go back. We'll sleep like in comfortable beds, at least at your house. And I said, okay. So um, it was Sunday the next day, but they had an eight-hour drive so they could get to work Monday. 
and um, we're driving back. We get back to the house. We get in there, instantly fall asleep, right? Instantly fall asleep. Well, I'm freaked out. So I wake up. Uh, it had to have been maybe three hours later, two hours later, three hours later, somewhere in that window. You know, and if you if you're familiar with it at all, which I hope none of you are, but you know, you crazy college kids and, uh, you know, those kids playing games all night, you know, like gaming and whatever, they stay up like 20 hours a day and do that shit. But me at the time, you know, at the time of our lives, we were like, dude, we can't stay up all day. But I was worried. I was like, dude, I left my car like an hour away from here uh, and it's stuck in park. Like, anyway, call my dad the next morning, to- tell him exactly what's going on. And he's like, okay, you know, because he had the same insurance company as me. So he's like, okay, let me try to get a hold of him while I drive over there. I don't know what he did. He got a, he must have snapped his fingers, waved his magic wand, whatever it was. He got a hold of him. They got a hold of a tow truck company. Tow truck company comes and picks up the car. I'm like, sick, dude. Well, it's in parks, so you're not going to be able to just bump it into neutral and pull that baby up on your flatbed. They get it on. They get it on. They're trained professionals. They know exactly what they're doing. And I'm like, all right, so where are you guys taking it? And they're like, we're taking it to the dealership in Spokane. I'm like, why in Spokane? We're in Idaho. That's a totally different state. Anyway, they take it over to the dealership. I'm like, all right. So we get a – the dealership calls uh, a rental car company, and uh, we get a rental car. I'm like, sweet. It's pretty much the same vehicle. I'm like, cool, cool. You know, like I'm cool with that. Thanks for making this super, you know, easy. Two weeks, fast forward. Two weeks goes by. I'm like, all right. Like, it's taken them quite a while to kind of call me back. They said, you know, first thing, you know, we're going to have the adjuster look at it. We'll call you back. Make sure that, it, you know, if it's totaled, we'll total it out. You know, give you a check back, whatever. If it's not totaled, we'll put the work in to fix it, you know, what it is. In two weeks, I'm in this rental car. That's pretty much the same car as mine maybe a newer model and uh and uh Juster calls like 2 weeks later and he's like hey just so you know uh you know we can fix all the cosmetic stuff that's that's no problem but with the transmission issue uh it's not covered you know like for whatever reason they, they don't work on moving parts or something so they basically wanted to either total it or have us pay out of pocket if they're doing the cosmetic stuff they wanted me to pay out of pocket and it was like it was like 3500 i want to say and i was like no way man no way like that car's not even worth it that should total it out right there and they were like well you know come to find out we can't really total it out if it's just a moving piece it's got to be a bunch of cosmetic damage we're like yeah yeah okay that that sucks you know that really sucks that it's that it's uh, not totaled the guy's like, dude, there's a linkage broken in your transmission. It's not going to run your car. Like, you have to get a whole new uh, transmission. And I'm like, I have to buy a new one. You can't just fix this one. And he's like, yeah, that's you know, that's five to eight grand. And this is coming from the insurance guy, so he doesn't probably know exactly what the cost is. But I'm like, five to eight grand. Whoa, dude. Like, yikes. Anyway, fast forward another week. I've now had this rental car for like three weeks. I'm basically living in it. You know, like. I'm busy. I'm training people back and forth at the gym. I'm good. You know, I'm doing things around the house, picking stuff up, you know, like I'm using this thing like an everyday vehicle, like it's mine. And I'm like, okay. Um, get a call later in the week. This is week three. And they're like, 
hey, so good news. There was animal fur, like deer fur in your linkage. We pulled that out and your car runs great now. And I'm like, how the, how the hell did fur car people, car people, you know, this, if you're not a car person, transmissions are closed. They're closed. You can't like, you can't just like reach your hand up and like, there's no way it had to have just bounced underneath my car just right. And straight up into the transmission. Like you can't just from the top, drop it in there like Cardi B or something, right? Like you got to, it's a closed system. So I have no idea how the fur got in there in the first place, but it was a little chunk, like a little chunk of deer fur that got wedged like in between, like in between the linkage of the transmission. That's why it wouldn't shift out of gear. Like that's some strong ass fur first off, but great, great. Like you can fix my car. That's awesome. Um, we go to the dealership. Oh, no, 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 no. We, we call the dealership and they're like, what kind of car do you have? And I told them and they're like, we haven't seen that car. And I'm like, what do you mean? You haven't seen it. Like it's, it's been in your possession for three weeks. Maybe, maybe like it's in your back lot or something. Maybe it's done, you know? Cause I was like, three weeks is a long time, you know, for an insurance claim. And I'm like, maybe it's in the back lot. Maybe you guys parked it and like filed the paperwork away or whatever. They're like, dude, we never even saw that in the first place. And I'm like, oh, 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 wait a minute. What? Excuse me? Excuse moi? Huh? You don't know where my car's at? So I call the towing company and they're like, yeah, we dropped it off at, at this place, at the dealership, you know, the Jeep dealership. And I'm like, they just said they didn't have it. Where's like literally, dude, <laughs> where's my car? Uh, not, not good. If you know what I'm saying, my car is missing. I almost put an APB out. I almost put that picture of that damn Jeep on a milk jug. You know what I'm saying? Like my car vanished without a trace. CSI it, man. Crime scene investigators. Let's go. Anyway. They're like, well, let me see, uh, let me see if we can track it down. So, you know, rolling forward a couple days, we're cutting through the mishmash here, rolling forward a couple days, and they're like, hey, we never had it, but we have an auto body shop downtown Spokane that we contract with that does this work. We're like, shit, okay, cool. Like, at least we kind of know where it's at now. My dad goes with me, we go down there, my car's there. And it's straight. They fixed it. They're like, hey, like, uh, they never sent us any paperwork. They literally just dropped this thing off, didn't tell us anything about it. So we just went ahead and fixed it, seeing that it was damaged. Uh, But we didn't know, like, who it belonged to or anything like that. So we didn't have any contact information or anything. And I'm like, wow, what a jumbled mess. Anyway, end of the story here. We get back. And I get to drive my car home. It's working great. Runs great. I'm excited for it. Yes. Moral of the story here. If you think you only have like an hour left in your drive, maybe, maybe, just maybe, don't push it. (laughs) Because I was like, yeah, man, there's only an hour left. Let's go. Boom. Mike Tyson the shit 
out of a deer on the highway at midnight. That was great. I forget to, I forgot to leave out the detail where we didn't even actually have to file a police report. We called two different sheriff's departments because we were on the county line as well. So we went through all of that for literally no reason. We lost the vehicle. It got towed. I left it at a place overnight. My buddy rode with some redneck guy that none of us knew in the mid, at like 3 a.m. He drove 25 miles an hour back to pick us up. We tried to track the deer down. Anyway, we're here. We made it. We're living life. I still drive that car to this day. Uh, it's been reliable as all get out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I've had a couple incidents here and there, but nothing to that extent. Needless to say, we changed insurance companies. Uh, happy as ever now. We have not lost my car again. Um, yeah, it's just it's just good times, man. That's That's my story. My wildest, like, accident, like, experience with driving. Um, there's a couple other ones. Might have to save it for another podcast. But I also wanted to talk a little bit here uh, about, like I said, I got the vlog coming soon. It's already been, been shot behind the scenes a little bit. We got this episode of the podcast. I appreciate you guys for listening. But I'm not done yet. We're switching gears, though. We're going to switch gears a little bit. Um, I'm doing the 75 hard challenge with a group of my friends. And if you guys don't know, I need some book recommendations because they, they, uh, part of the challenge is reading 10 pages a day minimum. I think I'm going to try to push myself to do a chapter, like a full chapter of a book, because most of the time they're 10 Sometimes maybe a little longer, maybe like 15, 20 pages. But, you know, I want to try to do this wholeheartedly, like as best to the best of my ability that I can. You got two workouts a day, 45 minutes each. One, at least one, has to be outside. You got to read 10 pages or 10 plus pages of a book. You got to drink a gallon of water. Um, like I said, man, you guys, any of you listening, tuning in, watching, can jump on this at any time. Your 75 days starts whenever you decide to, to get the dice rolling, you know, roll the dice and, and take the chance. Uh, it's really just an accountability tool uh, to help you out and help you get through maybe that weird time of year when the motivation lacks and stuff like that. Um, but I need book recommendations. If you know me, I'm not like, I read, I read weird books. I read like sci-fi sometimes. Sometimes it's a murder mystery. Sometimes it's like self-help motivational Sometimes, you know, sometimes I don't read like novel or, or storybooks. It's more like like textbooks or like some kind of personal training type thing, you know, like fitness related stuff. Sometimes I read motivational stuff. It just kind of depends. But I know in 75 days reading as much as I'm going to be reading that I'm going to need some recommendations. So if you guys can do me a huge favor, drop some book titles in the comments um, help a guy out, man. Like it could be whatever. I don't really want that like rom-com lovey-dovey stuff, but Hey, I'm not going to write it off. I'm going to read everything in the next 75 days. I'm going to read the damn newspaper, you know? Okay. Front to back, back to front, upside down and inside out. Okay. Like, 
I need some recommendations and I need your help. So again, drop some comments below, some book recommendations uh, that you think might take some of my time the next 75 days. Also, if you see me running down the street, I'm okay. I'm not running for my safety. (laughs) I know I'm not like a runner by nature, but uh, some of you that watch this might appreciate this. I'm going to I'm going to run. I'm going to push myself. I'm going to get the most out of this 75 hard that I can. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Shout out to uh, my wife is in physical therapy, but she has experience in athletic training uh, with her background as well. Shout out to all athletic training people in that world, in that space. It is athletic training month this month of March. Uh, Shout out to all them and all the hard work that they do uh, on and off the field, on and off the court, all that stuff. Um, I've had a buddy on here before on past episodes named Noah that is an athletic trainer himself. And he's the one that reminded me that this month is that. And I just want to give a big shout out to all of them. Uh, Physical therapists too. You know, they're they're working with people at post uh, maybe injury or something like that to get them back up to – working with the ATCs and stuff like that, you know, uh, athletic trainers, uh, personal trainers. I know I'm a personal trainer, strength coach, that kind of thing, but I don't do nearly as much um, rehab-based stuff. I do a a prehab. I do a little bit of, like, strengthening and improving stability and balance and core strength and things like that, but they're helping you come back. They're helping you come back stronger than you were before. Um, So big shout-out to them. Um, last, last couple notes I've got, um, like I said, the podcast is going to be ever changing. I want to keep you guys on your toes, but I'm going to get back to regular episodes. Um, everything is going to grow throughout the YouTube channel. Um, but the podcast is also available on any audio platform or any major audio platform you guys listen to, whether it be Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, anchor.fm is where, uh, I'm hosting the podcast. So there's that. Um, other than that though, it's, uh, it's, it's growing, man. Things are growing. 2021 is going to be massive. First 75 days are going to be hard. See what I did there? 75 days are going to be hard, but, um, you know what? I'm excited for the future. We got a bunch of stuff coming out. Keep your eyes peeled to the YouTube channel, to my Instagram channel, not super active on Facebook, but if you follow me on Facebook, a lot of the stuff that you may not see on Instagram will be shared there as well. Uh, stories. I'm doing stories. I'm doing giveaways randomly. I got merch. I got all kinds of stuff. We got some partnerships coming up. I'm excited for what's to come, man, and, and you guys make all of this possible. So big shout out to you. Thank you so much for making all of this possible, and hopefully you guys enjoy what's to come. Uh, with that said, we're going to end the podcast here. Look at that, man. We made it. We made it together through this episode. I had no idea how long it was going to be, but I hope you enjoyed that story. Like that was real, (laughs) like honest to God, all of that stuff was real on God, dude. Like swear to God, all of it was real. (laughs) Um, you can ask my friends, you can ask my wife. It's just, Looking back now, man, hindsight 2020, be thankful for what's happened to you to get to you to where you're at now. And just keep your nose 
on the on the grind, man. You know what I mean? Like, just keep your nose down, keep your head down, work hard. Just do, be you, man. Just be you. All you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Keep hustling. Keep grinding. Become stronger today. Become stronger today. Peace.